and welcome to Who Does a Podcast. This is the show where we where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind every song on the Hamilton soundtrack. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Headphone Joe. In the eye of a hurricane, there is quiet for just a moment. A yellow sky. This episode, we are covering Hurricane. The 36th song in the musical. And that intro where I say we review, where we review, it trips like every other time it trips me up. That's good. Where we review. I got to practice. There's a lot of W's. It's a lot of W's and U sounds. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right, Joe. What do you think of this song? All right. uh, Brief synopsis. Uh, the, The trio of Burr. Madison and Jefferson have just left Hamilton's office or in real life, Monroe, Venable, and <laughs> Mullenberg. I, oh, my. he knows the I names. Just, he knows I them just all. made them up. I, I don't know if those were actually. Venable and Mullenberg. <laughs> <laughs> we know Monroe. <laughs> and then two, Monroe. two other guys. <laughs> I was uh, like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said it confident enough where it sounded right. <laughs> it sounded sorry right. for calling you up. I'm sorry um, I called you up. Yeah, you should have just let me roll there. Um, <laughs> but they just left his office, and Hamilton is now in a quandary, and he's uh, mm. running through his head what he should do um, because he fears that he will be exposed very soon. Again, as I said last week, he is a man with his back against the wall, so he's trying to figure out his next action. He wants to be ahead instead of being behind something. So. Mm-hmm. He contemplates and he comes up with an answer. And the answer is the thing that has got him out of every situation, which is to write. Exactly. He's going to write his way out. And that has been a theme throughout his life. Um, It's what's helped him in the past. And he just thinks, well, if this is another situation I'm in, why not try it again? It's worked for me before. It's worked for me before. It's sure to work this time. And we'll, we don't know if it works yet as of this song, Kyle. but that's his decision. Yes. This is his decision making reflecting on uh past. Yeah. Um, uh, struggles. One of the cool things I've thought uh, in this song was, um, you have the, what's the word? You have the thoughts of other people's kind of creeping into his own thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, Burr bit, yeah. comes in and says, "Wait for it." Uh, um, you have the women saying, "History has its size on you," so it's like these specific people are telling him these things that are meant to either sway him in one direction or another. But he is too hard headed and takes his own and heeds his own advice, and he continues to write. Yeah, yeah, he's never been one to. Uh take others advice really not really not surprising yeah this is a this is basically a lynn solo song yeah um but as for that thought process i did find a quote from lynn about this uh so lynn gives some insight into the song he says that it's only plausible for hamilton to come to the wrong conclusion of writing the reynolds pamphlet the 95-page pamphlet that burns the bridge of his political and public reputation. If he reviewed the cracks in the foundation of his mind, he's thinking, I've always successfully wrote my way out. Why should this situation be any different from before? Yep. yep. So yeah, basically confirming 
what we said there. Ego it's like it's worked for me before. Downfall. It's definitely gonna work again. Yeah. Um is there anything else we want to thing, say musically? A lot of things we like to talk about is the staging in some of these songs. No, it's a very one of well state also one of like the best just, one of the best songs as far as the cinematography. It's so of the actual good. movie. Yes, yeah. the actual movie element of it. It's so mm-hmm. good. One of the first times you really get a close up right on somebody's face. It's like the camera's on stage, and it's like, how can it be on stage when we know there's an audience here? Um, it, it, really great direction and lighting and everything. Yeah, the company does an incredible job in the background and with the lighting, making it look like water, basically. And like things flying through the air in slow motion, it's it's incredible. Yeah, uh, the rotating uh, stage makes its uh, makes an appearance. Um, yeah. They're bringing in things in and out. Desk comes in, desk comes out. It's yeah. pretty. It's like, pretty like fantastic. There, like there's a hurricane going on. It's it's great. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But that's I think it for general thoughts. So I think so. Let me get them numbers. How do we measure? <laughs> Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? All right, fellas, where do we stand? Where do we stand? We both and we all stand in the 30s. Okay. This week. All right. Meaning, <laughs> meaning we are standing together in the 30s this week. Right, in the 30s. Meaning, All right. <laughs> at number 30 something. All right. <laughs> Jesus Which Christ. Is? 36 and 34. Oh, okay. So wow. Close. Okay. <laughs> so close. I knew it wasn't a tie. Uh, it felt like a kept, tie since you both have it open. Just kept drawing yeah. and drawing. I was going to say, one of those. It could have been one of them. Mr. Drama, Yumiya. I don't remember which one I had. Who's the, who's the lowest, Yumiya? I'm lowest, 36. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot <laughs> yeah. which one you I need to go recheck <laughs> what just you said. Yeah, I honestly thought this was one of the ones you were going to like more. Um, but uh, my thoughts on Lynn's singing have not been <laughs> unknown. I've made them very clear. Made them very public. I do not like it. Um, I love the idea of this song. I love looking at his thought process and looking at his past and reflecting on what he's done to get him out of situations before the the hurricane metaphor. He's in the eye of the hurricane. He's in the calm of the storm before everything blows up. I love all that, the writing and all that, but the performance is not there. It just does not. It just does not deliver. Um, and it's a slow, it's a slower emotional song. You know, how I like yeah. how I feel about those two. Oh, we so. know Kyle. Even though, what was the one a couple weeks ago you enjoyed the heck out of? Was that one last time? Um, Had to be one last time. Maybe. But here, let's hear your thoughts. I'll, I'll skim to see what I can find. Um, so th- funny you say that you thought this one would be high for me, Kyle. This is one that actually moved up my ranking. Uh, really? When I first put my ranking in, it was in the lower 40s. I didn't really like it. It was very slow, methodical. But then as I would listen through as we were finalizing <laughs> our rankings, it just kept th- just the melody and the 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 the, the 
the gravitas mm-hmm. towards the end where everybody's kind of swelling together to the crescendo, it just kept catching me and it kept sliding up little by little. And I still think it may move up a little more potentially after I go back and whenever we do these reruns, um, when I go back <laughs> and actually look at it, right. I keep saying things are going to move up. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but as not I, everything. We can't move everything. I say everything can't go. <laughs> I've said it. I've said it a lot. But um, as I go back and assess everything because I really do like the song. I know a lot of people don't like Wynn singing. Um, I do like his singing because, yes, he's not the most technical singer. He's not the most gifted vocally, but it's more of a it's a baritone, bare bone singing. And there's something there's a quality in that uh, nakedness in his vocals that lends this song a rawness uh, that I think goes a long way for me. So that's why I, I got 34 and not that high, but I do. Enjoy and you're not even song. that high. I was, I'm yeah. not even that high, but I do like this song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, it is one that has, I don't want to say grown on me, but I've learned to appreciate more uh, when I talked about last week, re-listening to that second half. Yeah. Um, in a sober, sober or light. <laughs> um, I did appreciate it a bit more, but it still just does not, doesn't do it for yeah. me. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's all right. That's okay. But uh, what we can do is talk about some history. Knowing history. Because history also shows history. The nuggets. They're on their way. Oh, and I was looking back. I guess One Last Time is the only real slower song I've had up there lately. So that's probably yeah, it. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. Anyway. I wanted to look at, oh, I titled this Writing His Way Out because I wanted to look at the actual hurricane that happened. So while most of this is a metaphor, he does talk about the hurricane that changed his life early on. So this is what he, uh, what happened to him, which he used to write his way out of the Caribbean by taking up those donations to book his passage to New York. So, I got a lot of this information from a Washington Post article by Bob Henson. So the hurricane in question hit the island of St. Is it St. Croix or St. Croix? Saint I forgot. St. Croix. St. Croix. The evening. Thank you, Joe. The evening of <laughs> August 31st, 1772. Hamilton's own hurricane description was dated September 6th, though not published until October 3rd in St. Croix's first newspaper the Royal Danish American Gazette. So Cherno wrote that the likely go-between was Hugh Knox, a minister at the church that Hamilton attended, as well as a part-time journalist at the Gazette. Knox penned his brief introduction. The following letter was written the week after the late hurricane by a youth of the island to his father. The copy of it fell by accident into the hands of a gentleman who, being pleased with it himself, showed it to others to whom it gave equal satisfaction and who all agreed that it might not prove unentertaining to the public. Quite an intro. (laughs) So in Hamilton's account, he clearly conveys the passage of a hurricane's calm eye, hint, the fierce winds of either side writing, it began about dusk at north and raged very violently till 10 o'clock. Then ensued a sudden and unexpected interval which lasted about an hour. Meanwhile, the wind was shifting round to the southwest point, 
from whence it returned with redoubled fury and continued so till near three o'clock in the morning. The evolution of wind shifts indicate a hurricane moving roughly from southeast to northwest, which is consistent with the most common tracks through the Lesser Antilles. The mention of almost perpetual lightning suggests that at least some of these, at least some period of intense thunderstorms, most likely within rain bands and or wrapped around the hurricane's inner core. So after St. Croix was struck, wind shifts consistent with landfalls were noted at St. Thomas several hours later and at San Juan, Puerto Rico during the overnight hours, according to other accounts of the hurricane. Based on the locations and durations of the apparent eye passages, Michael Chenoweth, an independent scholar and climate historian, deduced that the hurricane was moving at roughly 6 miles per hour at the night of August 30th, then accelerated to about 13 miles per hour as it approached St. Croix and continued on to Puerto Rico. Chenoweth also said the track would suggest that the storm made a jog to the northwest as it passed over St. Croix, but soon turned westward and apparently made a landfall in northeast Puerto Rico. So with damage and geographical account factors in mind, Chenoweth said he believes the peak winds in Antigua could have been anywhere from 121 to 156 miles per hour, spanning the range from Category 3 to a high-end Category 4 when it hit St. Croix. So a lot of meteorological info there. Yeah. I wonder who was the meteorologist of the day back then. Oh, probably is a farmer who looked out his window. <laughs> yeah, you know, ben Franklin, farmer the, the farmer's <laughs> ben the the little chi- the chicken thing that spins around on the top of people's mm, house. That was that rooster, was the meteorologist. The rooster east west. Yeah. That rooster thing. Yeah. So yes. I'm surprised there was that much info on it, to be honest. I mean But that article was very clutch. That, that, that sounds very clutch. Um, my historical nugget is entitled, I wrote financial systems into mm. existence. Um, parentheses, into existence. Uh, <laughs> Hamilton submitted various financial reports to Congress. Among these are the first report on the public credit operations of the act line duties on imports report on national on a national bank report on manufacturers. The report on a plan for further support of public credit and on the establishment of a mint. All these are things he wrote once he uh, consumed, once he assumed position as a treasury to help cement what the financial situation for America will be going forward. The last of which is the one I'm going to focus here on. In 17, I always want to say in 19, in 1791, (laughs) Hamilton submitted the report on the establishment of a mint to the House of Representatives. Many of Hamilton's ideas from this report, always confused, uh, from this report were from European economists. So, revolution, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Resolutions from (laughs) Continental Congress, meetings from. 1785 and 1786 and from people such as Robert Morris, Governor Morris, and Thomas Jefferson. 
The most circulated coins in the U.S. at the time were Spanish currency. Hamilton proposed that minting a U.S. dollar weighing almost as much as the Spanish peso would be the simplest way to introduce a national currency. Hamilton Hamilton differed from European monetary policymakers in his desire to overprice gold relative to silver on the ground that the U.S. would always receive an influx of silver from the West Indies, despite his own preference for a mono monometallic gold standard he ultimately issued a bi bimetallic currency at a fixed 15 to 1 ratio of silver to gold so that's why we have more silver coins hamilton hmm. proposed that the u.s dollar should have fractional coins using decimals rather than the eighths like the spanish coinage This innovation was originally suggested by Superintendent of Finance Robert Morris, with whom Hamilton corresponded after examining one of Morris's Nova Constello coins. This was the first coin that uh, America allowed to be made um, in 1783. He also desired the minting of small values such as silver 10 cent, copper cent, and half cent pieces for reducing the cost of living to the poor. One of the main objectives was to was for the general public to become more accustomed to handling money on a frequent basis. And by 1792, Hamilton's principles were adopted by Congress, resulting in the Coinage Act of 1792 and the creation of the U.S. Mint. There was a ten dollar gold eagle coin, a silver dollar and fractional money ranging from one half to 50 cents. The coining of silver and gold were issued by 1795. Wow. <sighs> so Hamilton invented the coins we use, yeah. basically. Yeah, pretty much. He, he laid down the foundation for what is now the cent penny, cent penny, the penny, the nickel, <laughs> the dive, and the quarter. Cool. Yeah, going by, like you said, decimals instead of uh, yeah. eighths, eighths or whatever. Or half pence, fractions of yeah, exactly, (laughs) fractions of dollars and so. So yeah, so we go from the lines in the fractions to the lines in this song. Uh, Your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is. All right, Joe, you are up first. That's right. Shadow producer, hit it. I'm in the face of ignorance and resistance. I wrote financial systems into existence. And when my prayers to God were met with indifference, I picked up a pen. I wrote my own deliverance. That's one of the Mm. best parts um, to me in this song. Um, Not only did it contain my historical nugget title but it also it gives the it's the genesis of where we both picked up on the fact that he is arrogant enough to think that he can just write his way out of this situation <laughs> yes um, it's very very sticky situation when my prayers to god were met with indifference i picked up a pen i wrote my own deliverance i've saved myself numerous times right don't worry about yeah, this i, I, I do like it. that one yeah. <laughs> that's definitely good so yeah that's why that's one of my favorite lines just his full uh arrogance on display mm-hmm. all right i picked a different line all right way out overwhelm them with honesty this is the eye of the hurricane this is the only way i can protect my legacy 
So I've realized I often pick lines that summarize the theme of the song. And that's basically what this is. is, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is him just finally deciding. um, Or just really summary. Did you say Tim? (laughs) Uh, Tim. Tim. This is Tim Hamilton (laughs) summing up that I am in the eye of the hurricane now. And the only way out, the only way to protect myself is to get ahead of this issue. Write about it. Just admit everything. So. Yes, that's him deciding what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, a secondary line I wanted to call out because it has maybe two meanings or maybe just a more ironic meaning. Go for it. Is uh, when he says, oh. I couldn't seem to die. Oh, okay. And then Burr comes in and says, Wait, Wait for Oh, it. wow. <laughs> Dr. That's a good one. That's a really good Wait one. Wait for it. That's just you wrong. wait for it. I thought you were gonna uh-huh. say um there's mm-hmm. one line he says like uh ah I gotta look it up. Damn it. All right, keep it moving, I'll I'll bring it back. Sure. When I find uh it. favorite verse, I'll go to my favorite verse. <laughs> yeah, please. as Joe researches. <laughs> so it's where Joe's line is, that whole rap verse that that saves the song. It's just like it's Lynn finally playing to his strengths. He does that whole rap breakdown of the past times that he uh, ran into problems and wrote his way out, wrote his way to revolution, wrote to Eliza to get a wife. He wrote the Constitution. And defended it well. Or about the, sorry, about the Constitution. That's the uh, Federalist Papers, which we've covered. Yeah, he's just like going down the line. He's like, this is the times it's worked. It's going to work now. And then it ends on that great line that Joe picked. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely the strongest verse to me. That's what I was thinking for. Uh, I thought you were going to go with it right uh, write everything down as far as I can see. The double entendre of oh, eyes oh. And as I uh, as a okay. person. I thought that's okay. what you okay. Um My favorite verse would actually be uh, what you had just alluded to when Burr walks in with the wait for it. Mm. Wait for it. When yeah, that all build. That, that yeah, slow build. All that build from Burr, Eliza, Angelica, Mariah, the company all coming together where it swells at the end of Kyle's line. Wait for it. Wait. So, yeah. <laughs> That, that's probably yeah, it, def- it definitely ends stronger than it starts. I'll give it that. Solid throughout. Um, favorite character. Don't know if we need to discuss this. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what? Burr. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we always try to give it to Burr when we can. We, we try when we can. I mean, but, I mean it's Hamilton. With the new it's the revelation of what you just said. I mean, that, that's pretty uh, well, cool. That's pretty that's cool. A different, <laughs> it's a different... Uh, that's a little different interpretation. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple of interpretations, but yes, Lynn. Yeah, uh, Alice Hamilton. With, uh, yeah, Adon Ham. Yeah, deservedly so. So, would this work outside the play? Um, yes, Kyle. This, no, this is this is not working outside the play. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I cannot wait to hear what he says next. <laughs> um, no, this is a this is a. I, I can't say a hard nay, but it's definitely a yeah. mild nay. Um. I, I mean, you don't even like it that you, you appreciate it, but you don't enjoy it that much. And from what I read from mm-hmm. a comforter, a lot of people don't work like this. Um, so we'll find out. presenting we'll find it out. to a, a new person, I don't think. I think the rap portion might, you know, catch their ear, but as a whole, it might fall on deaf ears with them not having the context of everything surrounding it. Because mm-hmm. you don't know what the yeah. situation he's in or anything. You, yeah, like what's he talking you have about? No frame of reference. Who is this guy? Yeah. Um, 
yeah, a, a, a solid nay for me. Um, I, I skip it often. I, I don't want to hear it a lot. I used to skip and it a lot. I, I would know. not. I would not uh, show this to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a nay. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. We will now hear what the producer has to say. Yumio, Rick. Now I know what, what I forgot got? to do. What did you forget to do? When I, when I said, man, I feel like I'm forgetting to do something. I never pulled up the rundown. <laughs> oh, okay. I usually always have it to. Because yeah. I'm like, what is next? Mm-hmm. Sorry. You could have so just let that out. I know. <laughs> I, it just. <laughs> just letting people behind First, the curtains. First now recap. Now your inner thoughts. <laughs> Wait for First what recap time. is you could have left that out. <laughs> How do we top that? <laughs> well, the song this week is Hurricane, where Joe likely made up some names of some folks who left Hamilton's office as he tried to figure out his next step. And as you guessed... He decided to write another book to save his hide. I actually got it right. I just want that on record. Uh, Monroe, Venable, and Mullenberg. I nailed it. (laughs) What? Look back at my notes from last week. Well, I knew you did the nugget on it, so I'm like, maybe you just remember. Nice, I did. I thought I was just... uh, There you go. Yeah. Retention, baby. And in a stunning turn of events, (laughs) he did not make up those names. Stunning. We see how people in his life tried to get into his head and tell him to do things differently. But once again, Hamilton wouldn't. Even Lynn didn't agree with his writing of those 95 pages. Damn ego and pride. We all love the cinematography as well as the company and stage mimicking a hurricane. Except for Kyle, who ranked this song number 36. (laughs) The song. Because... He has a dispassion, and I don't know if that's a real word, for Lynn singing and performance. It does nothing for him because he doesn't like Lynn performing. Doesn't like him singing. (laughs) I I like him performing. I mean, he liked the King songs and Farmer refuted more than Hurricane. Yeah, I guess I did. Not lying. I looked it up while you were talking. (laughs) Not lying. I did like Farmer Refuted more. <laughs> Number 34, you ranked it. He titled his historical nugget, Riding His Way Out, where we learned of the hurricane which caused Hamilton to write his letter while he lived in St. Croix. Sorry, in 1772. I think he's making fun of me. Wait, I think he's making fun of me. Is it like a LaCroix? We learned of Mr. Knox's assistance in Hamilton's letter getting out. We also learned that as a child, even Hamilton liked to write too much. (laughs) And lastly, we even got info about the real hurricane, which seemed to be a category three or four. And since meteorologists suck, they probably said they would have said it was a one. Sorry, said it was a tropical depression. (laughs) Exactly. Some of us have been in hurricanes, as you'll find out later. Joe ranked this song number 34 and said it will move up his list. 
I'm sorry, and said it moved up his list and might again, which means every song in the play is going to move up his list, <laughs> except I, I, for Farmers Refuted, which he has ranked number 46. Actually, that might, that might move up. <laughs> There's been songs I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> something moves down, down. Something Adam's else has to move up. moving down, and we know it's moving down slightly. Uh, top half, bottom half. Just stick with the past folks. He titled his historical nugget, I wrote Financial Systems, parentheses into existence thank you we learned of hamilton's efforts in creating our financial system mm-hmm. we learned i think i said that wrong whatever you said earlier hmm. oh well we learned a lot including why we have more silver coins why our coins differ from everyone else's and hammy loved the poor including mariah reynolds thanks Ayo. for these coins Ayo. <laughs> Joe's favorite line contained his nugget title, and we got the privilege to see Hammy's narcissistic traits. Kyle, on the other hand, swept in and gave us two lines, one which had Burr's voice. Kyle's favorite verse was Hamilton gloating all about his past success, which means this next letter is going to work too, right? And in a stunning turn of events, Joe's favorite verse contained Kyle's line. And everyone loved Hamilton singing in this song, <laughs> since he was everyone's favorite character. It's definitely why. <laughs> it's definitely why. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> All right. Is a review? It is. It's a review. <laughs> and it is now time to talk about time. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. Bad times. Looks like you're running out of time. Because this is running out of time, a.k.a. the time game, a.k.a. take it, Rick. <laughs> a.k.a. Kyle is running out of time as Joe currently ah. holds the lead at 15 and 11 with nine times. And this is the game where we rank the songs from longest to shortest. So this song, number 36, Hurricane, is two, mi- two minutes two hours? and 20. You got me? <laughs> I thought I caught it back. I almost said minutes, then I said hours, then I said minutes. Play. But it's two minutes and 23 seconds long. 23. Two, two, three. I never remember last week. I wish you would have with this one. I never. All right. I have a number. I've submitted a number. I have a number. Ooh. Oh, man. We got one too high. I think I went too high. And we got two numbers. Mm -hmm. One of these gentlemen chose number 33, while the other one chose 29. So someone was paying attention last week, and that must be Kyle, because this song ranks number 29. Oh, no! <laughs> Damn. I remember last week I was, was 31, but I couldn't remember the time. I remember last week was 31, and I thought it was shorter. I couldn't remember and the time. this is one second longer. No! That is cool. <laughs> One se- wait, what? Yeah, it's one last second week it was it two, two minutes and twenty two seconds. seconds. <laughs> what? Man. Yes. Oh man, these songs. Man. I thought it was like two ten last week. I gotta remember nope, what two twenty two. 
I just knew it was 31 and I was like I think this is shorter than that so it's going down <laughs> 15 12 and 9 now 15 12 and 9 15, 12, 12 and 12 Interesting. So I have a 10, 10 songs lead. left <laughs> there's still a potential of us tying tie 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 we could definitely still tie definitely. Definitely. Absolutely 15 still tie. 15, 15, 15. It's 45, yeah. No, 15, 15, well, we 16. We got the nine, know, we have the nine a, draws, though. There'll be a, what's the name? Well, we definitely know there should be at least one more tie more, coming, yeah. but who knows? Joe will probably forget. Uh, supposedly. I'm definitely going to forget something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as usual, we've been talking too much, so we want to hear from the company. People leave weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got company. We got comments from the company. Big Smeezy coming in loud. Uh, <laughs> she said, it's a Lin, Lin Sing. CJ, he is not. Gets good when he starts rapping. CJ, he is <laughs> not. It abruptly ends. It's a background info song. It leaves me wanting more. My immediate thoughts while listening. Not a fan of Lynn singing. Where did we hear that before? <laughs> he should leave that to the professionals. I'll listen to him rap all day, though. Also, little Tommy said, it's the only song that I hate. Doesn't know why. Just hates it. Uh, yes, that is Smeezy's other company member child. Yes. yes. L. Greg on the Discord also oh, chimed uh, in. She had it. She had it. What, where'd oh, she have yeah, a rank? Yeah, yeah. But she, that's the funny thing. She had a rank 31. Hmm. I do I? Hmm. Interesting. L. Greg hmm. on the Discord also chimed in. He said, I don't know all the songs, but I've seen the musical multiple times. And out of all the ones I... All the, out of all the ones I have really listened to for this podcast so far, this one is the worst. By far, hundred <laughs> percent due to Lin Manuel Miranda singing. Lin Manuel, that is not the views of me or Kyle. Please come the to the worst podcast. by far. And uh, Yumio one on Instagram commented, said, "In the eyes of a hurricane, there is quiet." Now you should know. Growing up in Florida, when I was growing up, I Ooh. almost drowned. Damn island folk technique for trying to teach you to swim by just tossing you in the pool. Regardless, this was a very difficult one. <laughs> so where does the parenthesis end? <laughs> for someone says, uh, sometimes I hear and I love it. And other times I'm like, man, there, there, there never was another parenthesis. Oh, that wasn't a parenthesis. That's, it was just a run-on sentence. <laughs> and I love it. It's always an epic. And I love it. Other times I'm like, man, but what it is. Is what is known for sure is that it will go down and flip with another song I thought I had ranked at number eight. Woo! Number eight. Eight? Eight. Wow. Yeah. Eight? Also, uh, I, I love the I love this thing in the beginning. Also, <laughs> I just want to say he said he was traumatized by being thrown in a pool. I was then thrown in a pool by him. <laughs> oh, you gotta pass that out. Generation to generation. I said, damn, Allen folks. It scared me from swimming forever. Anyways, we pass also down have generations. an audio company comment from the company. So, here are my thoughts on Hurricane. I do not like this song. I feel like it has too much in it. And Lin Manuel Moreau 
Lin Manuel Miranda was not quite on pitch. <laughs> I feel like it just had too much songs mashed into it, and it'd probably be a number. How many songs are in the album? I don't know. Probably be a number forty for me. It was pretty bad. Okay, what do you? What else do you have to say to the hand boys? Anything? Hope your podcast goes well. Peace. All right. Peace. Peace, little sneezy. Thank you. Thank you. Little yeah. sneezy. Uh, For that verification, that, uh, what do we call it? Uh, vindication? Vindication. Affirmation? Yeah. Well, something like that. Something wrong goes Can't on. wait till next week. Um, <laughs> I also checked real quick. PCG oh, yeah, on the Discord has this. this 37, 37 or so very very similar i am on that island by the company. Island i was on last week you're on saint croix look look um, you gotta ask what was i gonna say oh uh check us out on twitter and instagram uh to leave mm. your comments from the company uh at who does a pod and you can check our discord by checking our pinned tweet it's repinned apparently it was unpinned for some reason oh, i've repinned it Twitter. so it's back at the top if you've been trying to get there um again at who does a pod twitter instagram kyle merch uh we yes we do have merch go to wdap.anulo.co to check out our company member shirts in many different colors no kyle by the way yes oh we have a new shirt is it up officially? I don't know if it's up yet, but I confirmed with him that it should be up by by the day this is by the time you're listening to this. The new Hamboy shirts should be up, folks. Hamboy shirts are out. Hamboy shirts are up and available. I designed. Will. They have been confirmed. They Badger, are up, Scott. Right now, ish. <laughs> yes. Awesome. So there's a new shirt to get. New I might actually get one. Uh, <laughs> I'm, look, I'm getting the whole catalog soon. Hell yeah. But yes. you, you might win the Hamilton challenge. <laughs> so I can drive to my own house. And- <laughs> <laughs> Do a show for yourself. <laughs> Do a show for yourself. We are part of the A New Low Network. Go to anewlow.co to check out all the other great shows that we and many other great people are a part of. From sports to general talk to science. We got it all. Um... Yeah, join the Discord. There's a link there on the site. There's a link on, like you said, the pinned tweet. Talk about Hamilton. Talk about everything. We've got a lot of great people there, too. Joe. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram, at Joe Dorville. Um, you can check out my hip-hop album, TV by Headphone Joe. No O, no E. Uh, I believe that is it. Uh, Including your Women History Month. Oh, thank you for Nuggets. reminding oh. me. I do have that. <laughs> Almost forgot. I have it written, folks. Almost forgot, though. Because um, I immediately went to tell Scott he better have those up tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Francis Goodwitch was the first woman to win Best Play uh, in 1956 as the co writer of The Diary of Anne Frank, along with her husband. Mm. Um, and then Joan Littlewood, she has been called the mother of modern theater, though she never won a Tony. Joan Littlewood was the first woman to be nominated for Best Director in 1961 and the first woman to be nominated for Best Direction of a Musical in 1964 for Oh, What a Lovely War. So thank you to those ladies paving the way in modern theater. Great way to close out Women's History Month here as we close out this episode. So my name is Kyle. 
And I've been here with his right hand man. And two lefts. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Krevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.